to Purely Business Network, establishing you and your business, formerly known as Strictly Business. I'm your host, Philip Dada Jr. It's such an exciting time to be with you right now. Uh, the year is nearly rounding up and there's a lot to talk about. So much has happened, so much is happening, uh, but there are important things to talk about. Uh, I'm here today with a brother, a friend, a very popular guy in the city of Abuja. Um, I'm here with Jesse Dan Yusuf, and we are going to be talking about the establishment. Jesse is a pastor, he's a husband, he's a dad, <laughs> spiritual, <laughs> soon to be natural. Um, and he's, he's an amazing guy, um, one of the best people I know in this life. And um, it's an honor to have you here. What's up, bro? Talk to me. Thank you, Philip. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, it's an honor to be here as well. Yes, sir. Um, congratulations. Thank you. Season two. Yes. First episode. Yes. And you're having me. Oh, man. What a combination. Thank you, man. What it is, is um, me and Jesse have so many things uh, similar about ourselves. I mean, we used to rap before. <laughs> <laughs> Just before we started wow. today, he played one of his tracks and oh, I literally God. was I was so convinced it's not him because <laughs> the guy can rap. I pray he releases this um, on his social media. Yeah. By the way, you can follow him at, at Jesse Dan Yusuf on all social media platforms and plug into what he does. But yeah, Jesse, are we going to get that song? Nope. Lord have mercy. Negative. Okay. Well, the thing is, he 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 he's 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 a long he's a veteran. Let me say a veteran in business. He's been doing it um, small scale, large scale, um, different different types. Um, he's also a pastor, and of course, in ministry, there's always an aspect of business. So it's like he can't even withdraw from the world of business because he still has to know how to make profit he still has to know how to handle losses <laughs> so um the world of business is very much his world um and today i have key questions that i know a lot of us would like to ask you um from your experiences your world in business and how that can help us um so jesse briefly tell me about how how did you get into business what was what, what dragged you into it were you one of those people that was selling Maggie from when you were five <laughs> no how did you get into it uh to be honest um <clears throat> i i honestly will not call myself um i don't know if one of the things i used to describe myself is a businessman I, that would not be one of the first words i used That's to describe myself yeah okay why is that uh because i did not set out to start a business wow for me mm. i've always wanted to create tell stories um, and when I say create like everything from products mm -hmm. to brands mm -hmm. to um, creative assets just mm -hmm. different different things yeah so starting a business for me was a means to getting some of these things in my head mm -hmm. out into the world mm -hmm. so um, I, I I never really fancied the concept the, of doing yeah, the whole business yes but i i admired entrepreneurs and entrepreneurship mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. um especially you know the some of the stories that are coming out of silicon valley yes you know and how these guys were 
<clears throat> changing the world. Mm-hmm. So for me, starting a business was a way to just put stuff out mm-hmm. that was in my head yeah. in the world. Mm-hmm. So um, I had to force myself to learn mm-hmm. how to do business. How to do business. That's yes. so interesting because you mentioned something. You just said your passion was more creating stuff. Yes. And I feel like, you know, there's always that tension between harnessing your creativity and making money. Uh-huh. It's like we are in the midst of that era. There's been so much opportunities for creatives as yourself yeah. um, to put out what they make. Uh-huh. But there's always that tension of mo- the money aspect. Uh-huh. So in, in your process, how did you, because we're still talking about how you go into business. So uh-huh. how did you navigate that? Because it's hard for a lot of people honestly i think it's one of the things every creative struggles with you know um the financial side the numbers Mm -hmm. side Mm -hmm. um for a lot of us we just get excited by the journey what you've made do you understand yeah not just seeing what you've made but Mm -hmm. the journey to creating right right you understand from the ideation to Mm -hmm. building there's something that just happens inside a person and mm-hmm. we love the whole process yeah you know? so artists love being in the studio right um and of course they love you know the feedback they get of from course. the works that they've done hmm. um so for a lot of us unfortunately mm-hmm. we don't pay attention to the business side yes yes so uh, we a lot of creatives and end up failing mm-hmm. at different things um, one way or the other including mm. myself you know? yeah so i had to literally go and learn you know fi- financial intelligence mm. or business intelligence mm. you know? um <laughs> how businesses work yeah you know and how mm. a creative business should work That's how, as, as a creative entrepreneur That's how good. to create products mm-hmm. that are financially viable mm-hmm. and understanding markets mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. all those things mm-hmm. yeah i had to go and learn them it did wow. not necessarily come to me naturally. naturally that's good yeah so um creatives unfortunately sacrifice yeah <laughs> the financial uh, business side yeah yeah and pay more attention to, to their the, creativity to the, yeah. yeah that's so good because when i think about it it's like i think that's where a lot of creativity creative people get stuck mm-hmm. is the 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 fact that they have to go and learn yeah something when they have not fully expressed mm-hmm. their creativity mm-hmm. it, it, it could be very very annoying mm-hmm. and difficult because i mean as a creative you want to spend more of your time just doing what you love in quote yeah and you know that inspiration of do what you love <laughs> yes. you know all of that the, the things that society motivational speakers you know and that's why we see so many times um artists mm-hmm. they have trouble yeah their managers very much because so. they just want to to just make it make create yeah go on stage yeah and they leave Perform. the parts the boring parts yes or seemingly boring parts yeah. to their managers yeah and numbers unfortunately that's what lot matters of them get you know duped get mm-hmm, cheated mm-hmm, and some of them <laughs> end up on the streets yeah. unfortunately yeah but um it's something every you if you if you notice any artist that has made it mm-hmm. they had to go and force themselves to yeah. learn to learn that's business true. we see jay-z's now a billionaire recently every one so of them started off as a rapper Diddy, you know um 
Even though I'll say Didi was always a business Yeah, man. it seemed like he was um, always in that. But almost anyone that has sustained a career for... That's good. Let, let me say 10 years above. A decade and above. That's yeah, good. They, they, Genius. They had to go and learn. I love what you said. I was reading a tweet from one of my favorite guys, Reese Wabara. He's oh. the CEO of Manoa Devar, okay. uh, a, a British luxury, not luxury, but fashion brand. It's a, it's a fashion brand. Okay. Close to luxury, though. Um, and he was mentioning how if you, if you to start a business is great. If you are able to maintain it, mm. it's awesome. I'm mm-hmm. paraphrasing. But he said if you're able to keep it for more than 10 years, that's genius. Yes. Because every business goes through that phase where it, <laughs> yes. bro if you pass three years great mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. pass five awesome mm-hmm. ten years genius yes agree. you know so it's like i love what you mentioned that we can actually see it in society like most of the creative people that have sustained their careers mm-hmm. and have the machine moving they've mm-hmm. had to invest in some sort of knowledge yes in business and it's like you know i said something in strictly business which is season one I said that I don't believe, like you've rightly said, and I love that you were so honest about that. I don't believe everyone is called to be a business person Agreed. or a businessman. <laughs> yes. And it's, it's a fact. It's the, the thing that people don't like is the fact that they feel like if you're not a businessman, in quote, you're not a big boy. <laughs> yeah. Do you understand? So mm-hmm. a lot of people want to put up that front. But yeah. it's like this thing is, is real. It's like being a doctor mm-hmm. to some extent. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like you need there's something inside of you that you must cultivate. Can I ask you something? I love. Yeah. OK, so um, I think. In, ter- in terms of business, mm-hmm. like, um, people, okay, let me, let me use the word entrepreneurship. Instead. Go for it, yeah. Um, <clears throat> people say good entrepreneurs mm-hmm. are born, mm-hmm. not made. Ooh. What do you think about that? Because I think what we see in our society in Nigeria is the climate, the economic climate and mm-hmm. whatever is happening has forced people to go into entrepreneurship yes or more do you understand mm-hmm. and entrepreneurship just thinly defined is recognizing an opportunity mm-hmm. and trying to and taking the yeah. risk mm-hmm. to go and make profit of the opportunity mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so a lot of us have being forced mm-hmm. into entrepreneurship because yes i have friends that yes. spent four or five years in uni bro you know no job studied to be engin- engineers mm-hmm. but <laughs> nothing you nothing. know and now he's making shoes oh my <laughs> shout out to jesse's friend. do you understand mm-hmm. and he's doing well yeah you know that's it that's so, it so uh a lot of us i i don't know if Nigerian society by large we were like, born well, entrepreneurs we're just we're forced into it into but it. what do you think about that I think like I was like I was saying to you Jesse I think that not everyone is called to be a business person or a businessman or mm-hmm. to own a business in quote mm-hmm. but I believe everybody should have business acumen yes which is business skill understanding yeah. you know and involvement mm-hmm. because at the end of the day you must make business decisions in this life and if you don't understand what you're doing, you always be at a loss because mm-hmm. business is all about numbers. Mm-hmm. Sorry to say, but it's all about money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is not the gospel. Yes. Do, do you get the gospel is not about money, <laughs> but business <laughs> is all about money. You know, without 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 money, you just have a wish. Yeah, but okay. 
so yeah go on okay no because what you're saying mm-hmm. and i agree with mm-hmm. and i don't think we are largely taught that yeah is financial intelligence yes yes and and what i mean by financial anything from understanding debt mm-hmm. to investments yes. to um real estate yes yes pricing and yeah. all of those things yeah, yeah? Mm-hmm. honestly mm-hmm. right now mm-hmm. i think is a survival skill that is needed i mm-hmm. as it's as yes it's now. you know how the early men mm-hmm. needed or had to learn how to protect themselves mm-hmm. turn three branches into spears yeah yeah i honestly think every one of us we need financial that. intelligence Absolutely. right now, regardless of what you're doing yeah because fam the mistakes i've made right and i really want us to get into that yeah in response to your question i think that everybody has the ability surface level to do business but i think that genius mm. entrepreneurs mm. Are born for it i think that you can be a good entrepreneur i think you can be an entrepreneur mm-hmm. but whenever you observe a genius entrepreneur mm-hmm. it's something that's always been in his nature when you mm-hmm. look through when you look through let's look at the greats we have for example steve jobs mm-hmm. always there you think he was a great entrepreneur absolutely some people may say yeah like some it. people may say but this is the thing without going into steve <laughs> but okay. I think he was. I think um, he was too. You know, if we if we compare him to some other creators, uh-huh. he's done a fascinating job. Agreed. That's still so relevant. Uh-huh. You know, and if we if we, we say Steve Jobs, we compare uh, what's this our guy now with Tesla and Elon uh, Musk. Elon Musk, uh-huh. always there. Uh-huh. Do you get what I'm saying? Jeff Bezos, uh-huh. always there. Uh-huh. So it's like. When you see those kind of men, it's like there's something inside of them. And that's how I, I feel like it's just the same way a lot of people can go into politics. Yes. A lot of people can go into law. But when you see those outstanding people, yeah. bro, their story tells you there was always something inclined in their nature yeah. to make them businessmen. And this is the thing because business is beyond just being fancy. I believe that God yeah. has given and gifted certain people uh-uh. so much because the earth needs it. Uh-uh. Imagine the world without MacBook. <laughs> do you get what i'm saying without mm. the whole apple like mm. there'll be a void <laughs> like you can feel it literally yes, imagine the world without without microsoft yes. bill gates like so i believe some some men like is there mm. you know imagine the world without amazon now right do you know the west at least you mm. know it, it'll be a different world mm-hmm. you know so i feel like it's great great entre- genius entrepreneurs mm-hmm. they're born for it mm. You well, know. yeah, um, agreed. You know, so Elon, um, Steve, Steve, Bezos, Bezos. You, you know. can trace it. Yes, and that's why I feel like even people listening to and the the thing is they never had easy stories. Steve was fired <laughs> by his own company. Yeah. Like, you know, it's like it, it's never easy. <laughs> and and the thing is because business has this glamorous look, it oh. feels. It just looks like oh if i do one plus one is two yeah. bro sometimes 10 plus 10 will be giving you zero for yeah. three years <laughs> yes do you understand with you, tears be, with tears yes. and pain mm. T- 20 plus 20 will be giving you zero <laughs> you're like bro where's the 40 mm. <laughs> <laughs> but it's this is how it works and yeah. so i feel like people should not give up on their ability 
to try business, mm. to venture into business because you never know the depth of what's inside of you. I agree. You know. And these days it's even easier to start businesses. Yeah. Okay. We got websites. We have technology, yeah. so many things that you can go into. Mm-hmm. Uh, something I wanted to ask you, Jesse, is what what lessons have you learned from failure? Because I feel like so many people, um, because of their love for success, they act like the failure was never there. You know, there's this trend on Twitter now. Well, it's been trending. My house at 42. Mm-hmm. My, my house at 24. Mm-hmm. I turned the numbers. My Got my first house at 23. Mm-hmm. Got my Tesla at 19, mm-hmm. you know, already a millionaire, and I'm just 17. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it looks so glamorous. Mm-hmm. Entrepreneurship, most of them you hear, they're, they're into some sort of business. But, like, nobody actually emphasizes the value of failure yeah. and how they've handled that. So, what's it been like I for you? I love stories of failures. Mm. I love listening to stories of failures. I mm. love it, honestly. Mm-hmm. It's almost like an addiction. Wow. Yeah. Um, because I hope you don't love failure, though. No, Loki stories of failures. <laughs> okay, good. Um, because failures, um, I tell my friends and I mm-hmm. tell whoever cares to listen that yeah. failure is not who you are. You understand? It's mm-hmm. just an event in your life, yeah, and it's supposed to shape you. Mm-hmm. So, um, I pre-COVID, yes, I was hosting. Uh, monthly events for creatives and entrepreneurs. Yes. Well, invite you. You've been to some of them. Amazing. Called Campfire. And the first question I ask any of my speakers Mm -hmm. was, what has failure taught you? Mm, Yeah. Especially in Nigeria because Mm -hmm. we have, I'm writing a book Mm -hmm. called now Are you go- giving it to us? No, uh, I, I'll call I'm it. I'm gonna stone you. No, no, listen. Give it to us, please. So yes, I'll, I'll, so- I'll okay. tell you the title. Go for it. Yeah. So the title of the book is called "Now God and Other Lies Nigerians Tell Themselves." Wow. You understand? Okay. And the reason because it's now God. Mm-hmm. That's the classic response from a successful Nigerian yes. businessman. Jesus Christ. So how did you get here? Now God. Now God oh. My Lord. So how did you do this? Mm-hmm. Now God, by grace. Sometimes, yes, you know, it's the grace of God. <laughs> and you know, sometimes I think it's fear mm-hmm. because there's um, massive distrust in society. Got it. You know, mm-hmm. um, there's also uh, there's fear. Mm-hmm. There's also probably some mm-hmm. folks do not want other people to be on their level, mm-hmm. um, and some people honestly are frauds you know they are just fronting yeah so uh, i i hate 419 that so once someone just appears you know that's why we have all these boys that just pop up on um, instagram and they are posting pictures of their houses Mm -hmm. and luxury cars exotic Mm -hmm. locations that they're in and nobody's questioning the source of their wealth yeah yeah they are just rich and that is fine yeah so I hate that. And their mm-hmm. captions are always Bible verses. And or some Christian. So Christian, do you understand? Them so for me, um, failure mm. is very, very important. And everybody must know yeah. that um, I've learned from stories of uh, my mentors mm. and people I respect, mm. stories of their failures. Mm. But I've also 
learn from my failure. That's good. You know, what's uh, failure look like in your world in just this business world? Um, I've tried a couple of products that hasn't seen the light of day. My God, you know, um, some brands that never. And I was so excited same, about. Do you understand that? Nobody except those of us that were working on it. You know, about it. Um, we never really got different factors maybe mm-hmm. fear on my side mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um resources to push mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um a couple of things mm-hmm. um i've had um some f- I, i've made bad Decision. business decisions of course you know that landed me in um <laughs> some financial trouble wow. you know wow. and um sometimes it just feels like starting from ground zero mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know and it's honestly it's just a learning experience for me regardless of how painful mm-hmm. exhausting mm-hmm. stressful mm-hmm. i know it's just an event in mm-hmm. my life mm-hmm. so um that's how i treat failure that's 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 a different mindset because um i feel like a lot of people um the the way and i've i've made such um decisions and i've had similar perspectives when it comes to my failures in business as well i've seen my failures as maybe especially as a christian right Mm. i've seen some of my failures as god is saying no or god doesn't want me to do this Mm -hmm. or maybe i'm just i just need i just suck at this (laughs) you do understand it's like you don't have that's true you know and all of these are, are true sometimes, mm. but I feel like because of how failure can hit someone emotionally, mm. it's like it can be a traumatic event where we just shut out this word and we don't investigate the details mm. of what led to that failure. Mm-hmm. And if perhaps mm. there were ways out that we saw, mm. but we didn't adhere to. And so if we give it another shot, then we can probably be successful at it because we've seen yeah. and we've gauged. Yeah. And so I love what you said. Failure has been an event for you. Yeah. And you, you've treated it as such and mm. not like a definition of your uh, business My identity. passion yes. or your identity as yeah. well. And and, and if, if I may go deeper on that, how how have you... How have you identified? What's what's a clear, tangible thing that has failed? And I want to give an example for me as well. And what's a clear, tangible example of something that's failed in your life? You Mm. you, you expected to make money from this Mm -hmm. and it just zero, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, and you probably put money there. Yeah. So loss. And how did you recover from that? Okay. So um, I mentioned the monthly events. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, The plan was to, the plan, let me not say was, is. Mm -hmm to the plan was and is mm-hmm. to have hosted a number of these events yeah and honestly mm-hmm. 2020 was supposed to be my year wow like i had hosted about 15 <laughs> uh, I, I think about 15 of these events so far yes wow that's so a huge number i was like how old is is campfire since 2018 wow okay yeah so um 2020 was supposed to be the year mm-hmm. you know i was making traction these events were free to, by the way they were free and he yes. used to hire like top entrepreneurs <laughs> in abuja here yes. like i've been to one like <laughs> trust me personally as a designer as a fashion entrepreneur i learned so much from one of the campfire events mm. and it was free mm-hmm. and i used to, i remember i used to be so upset mentally <laughs> i used to think 
what on earth? Why, why is this free? Like, why why am I not paying? Like, I'm so offended. So, I, I, and the, the value of what used to come out of that was exactly. so... Like, there's some people there that I only met them there. Yes. Never, don't have relationship so, with so them. So, the goal of Campfire was... was to start charging this year, wasn't no, it? No, no, no. Okay. I was... Um, I, I, I wanted people to network. Okay. I wanted people to learn. That's good. Um, and also to build a community. Mm-hmm. You know, so those three things, mm-hmm. n- a networking community, um, some form of education from you know, people that have gone ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, so the plan was to... The plan is to hold... I, what I wanted to host in 2017 mm-hmm. was a festival. Okay. But I had just started my company and mm-hmm. nobody knew me then. Right. So there was nowhere I was going to host a festival that yeah. I wanted thousands of people to attend. Right. So I said to myself, oh, okay, let me start mini events right. that will lead lead to, to the, the festival. festival. Wow. That was the plan. That's that smart. is still the plan. So okay. Campfire, I wanted to do probably 20 mm-hmm. or 15. But I, I think by like <coughs> about the 15th one, I was just like, okay. I've made some noise mm-hmm. in the city. Mm-hmm. You know, it's time to start protein branch um, mm-hmm. brands. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd spoken yeah. to some. Yeah. And they were like, listen, we love what you're doing. We'd love to yeah. be part of it. Yeah. COVID. COVID-19. Trust and me. And everybody was like, well, I'm not sure this can happen. And yeah. I was like, wow. Why? Oh, wow. You know? Yeah. Um, it's not dead. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so now you're moving from what failed. So what failed was you had a strategy, yes, on how to generate good income mm-hmm. from an idea you had. Yeah, and what you found was you you this is this is crazy, guys. And listen to this: his strategy was literally ninety percent done because he had built a presence. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know Jesse so well as oh. of when I came 2018, when oh. he just started. Oh. But, you know, I, I heard about Campfire and, oh. I, and I went to it. Oh. And it's like you had you were 90% there. Yeah. 10% was when you were supposed to start seeing the fruit of what you've been laboring <laughs> yes. for. And it just flopped. Of course, yeah. there was a life global circumstance attached to that but it was a failure it was you know because at the end of the day one of the things we must do in any business idea is to think about um natural disasters just everything it's like it's like you building the most tall building and not insuring it yeah so it's like and i bet so much on campfire can you see so so how did you handle the break of the news what was the breaking point ah so um I could not just keep up with a lot of things. Like I said, I, mm. I had because I was so sure That's my phone. Of campfire happening. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And when it did not happen, a lot of things that I may not be able to go into of now. Course. Of course. Started falling apart. That's good. You know. That's good. But um gave me perspective mm-hmm. and with this so called new normal. Mm-hmm. You know, I had to, um, one of the things I had to do mm-hmm. was to bet on myself. Yeah. What are my strengths? What are my strengths? You of know, course. what uh, are my weaknesses and how can I leverage this? Mm-hmm. You understand? Of course. So that's, that's um, what I started doing. Mm-hmm. And for me, uh, I, I noticed... 
the interest mm-hmm. in education, mm-hmm. especially online education mm-hmm. or ed tech, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. because people want to learn. So I'm using all I've learned from the past four years or yeah. so, mm-hmm. you know, to teach people stuff. Oh. So, but yeah, I, I love all things. I'm still doing what I'm doing, but I'm just like betting on my strengths now, That's like good. teaching, yeah. using, yeah. Your platforms. Okay. Yeah. I love that because it's like what he's just shown us and shown me is he was able to have an overall like vetting of your process mm. and you were able to identify how to leverage, what to leverage on mm. in the midst of a circumstance that was totally unforeseen. Mm-hmm. Like, fam, in like January, I was thinking COVID was for the West. <laughs> I was thinking COVID was for, you know, Listen, the other parts of the world, you know, and COVID it's had not happened. happened. Oh, <laughs> so it's like, we 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 were able to to achieve um so much in that time of course but for you you were able to like refocus mm. yourself leverage your strengths mm. and rebuild and yeah. i think that's how rebuilding to yes rebuilding <laughs> and and this is so beautiful and i i really appreciate you for the vulnerability because a lot of people carry their failures as scars all through and never as treasures yes and your failure is not just a scar it's, uh-huh. it's a treasure yeah you know i started a brand in 2017 <clears throat> i'll tell you about it called sure Clow. i was making i've always <laughs> loved fashion uh-huh. and um all of a sudden i heard some policy change in the uk and i was not allowed to do that business anymore because wow. i was still a student and i had to stop and in a day i'll be so honest <clears throat> I would sell like five hats and I'll make like 280 pound, 250 pound. And I had like 200 in stock. So my projections were, oh my, <laughs> this is how we blow. <laughs> you know, I, I and, and, and I think I was like two months into it. Up to date, like people who wore that brand still love, love Shua Club yeah. and they still ask me for it. And so, you know, I'm I'm still in the process of rebuilding that, yeah. I'll be so honest, because it shattered me when yeah. I found out. Because I was just like, what does this mean? Like, this was the source of income, this was my projection, and it's over. But like you rightly said, and like you're doing at mm. the moment, it's that like you're rebuilding. And yeah. I think entrepreneurs, business people, whatever business you have, you have to foresee a failure. Mm. Like, for, for example, in law, we, we hear that from the moment a client walks through your door, mm. whether he doesn't want litigation, yeah. whether he doesn't want court issues, yeah. you should start thinking, what would I do in a courtroom? So wow. how you're speaking to him, you should be thinking, give me all the information because I might need this Okay, if we have to go yeah. through litigation. Oh. So it's the same thing as entrepreneurs. I think from what you've said and from what we've learned in 2020, you must always foresee a natural disaster. <laughs> yes, <laughs> You must always foresee some pandemic. Yes, You must always foresee something that will come into your way and think creatively how oh. you will rebuild after that. What would you say? And that's say? not even being pessimistic. That's not. That's it's, not. It's just the way of life yeah and a lot of us blinded ourselves with optimism yeah you know and just oh this is going to happen yes you know faith yeah (laughs) and um you must 
find some way to insure yourself yeah from certain events events you mm-hmm. know so um I'll, I'll, that's why I was mentioning financial intelligence. Yes. You know? um, it's not just enough to create and distribute, and you should know how to use money. Yes, yes. It's very important. That's so key. And I lacked that for a while. That's you good. Know? And <laughs> I paid for it. Wow. So, um, financial in- economics, yes. so important. Yeah. Uh, business economics, because I feel like. Another thing, a tip that a lot of, I I personally struggled with a few months into business, and I'll be very honest, I'm just coming out of that through discipline, is learning how to separate yourself from your Your company. So learning, and and I don't mean like identity only, even Uh though that's good. Uh Like now, Apple Uh is not just Steve Jobs. Like Uh you think of, I forgot who the current CEO is, but Uh you know, there's someone else there. Uh So it's not just him, right? But separating yourself financially from your business and for me in my experience i went through a phase where i couldn't create anything because i had put all of my my personal uh, uh finance and involvement into the business and when profit came i took all the profit back <laughs> like you guys should pay me back <laughs> yes and i couldn't do anything for like a month plus because I was just stuck. Like, what have I done? And that's when I woke up. I was just like, I have to separate. Like, there has to be a way. Yes. Even though it's hard. Yeah. Because you're putting your, your resources into this. Mm. So you're just giving. It's like, but if you train yourself and mm. if you discipline yourself, you would find that there's some unnecessary. Because I had to do auditing now. Yeah. I had to involve my, I had to bring someone from outside to look and mm. tell me, okay, <laughs> one of the things they told me is you've been spending, you've been buying food with, the, with your, with your company <laughs> yes. card and you shouldn't be doing that. And for me, in my head, when I just started, I was just like, oh yeah, like mm. I'm hungry. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like there's money there, like, uh, you know, but it's like, you have to, that has to be put, for example, I would do that maybe when I was going to buy market stuff or yeah. buy in bulk, I would just use uh, office money and just buy food for yeah. myself or something. And it's like, that mentality ended up, putting me in that period where I was barren for like a month, couldn't make anything because all those 500 naira, 1k, 2k, bro, it accumulated to over 50,000. Yeah. And it's like, that's money I could have put on something. Yes. You know, that would have generated more for Mm. me. So it's like, how, what would you advise someone on how to separate themselves? Like, you know, honestly, Mm. if, um, if you know, you lack that, Mm -hmm you should get someone to teach you. Yeah. Or if you can afford it, hire someone. Yeah. You know, um, there are people that are blessed Mm -hmm. with that. Mm -hmm. Like business intelligence comes to them naturally Mm -hmm. or they are trained for it. Mm -hmm. Like accountants. Accountants, yes. Or, yeah, accountants, Mm -hmm. yes. Or financial officers, Mm -hmm. CFOs or Mm -hmm. whatever. So, you may need some of that training, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. However, you should, if you can afford it, definitely hire someone yeah. that can put you in check, mm-hmm. put your pre- business operations in check, mm-hmm. you know, and just learn mm-hmm. that, that, that. I think that's so key because I personally had to do exactly that. I had to hire 
Mm-hmm. So now there's an accountant yeah. that, that has to vet everything, has to look into everything, investigate, ask me direct questions. And it keeps me on my toes. You know, I, I know I cannot do something that I, I'll be ashamed of myself for. So I've had to train myself in that particular way. I think, you know, right now in Nigeria, like when it comes to entrepreneurship, it's like, like we're saying at the beginning, it's become like a necessity. Oh. Um, what would you advise 17-year-old Jesse on what to do with his money yeah. and where he's going in the future? So I think confidence, honestly. Mm. I'll, mm. I'll teach a 17-year-old Jesse a lot of confidence to believe in himself that it's not too early to start. That's good. Because um, I feel like... Um, the way we were trained mm-hmm. is just to hit the next milestone. Mm-hmm. You're born, you go to nursery school, mm-hmm. primary school, mm-hmm. secondary school, then uni, then um, Nigeria, you go mm-hmm. for your youth service, NYC, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Then after youth service, post, <laughs> post, post service, depression hits. Uh, yes. <laughs> That's when you become an entrepreneur out of this hustle and uh, you're wondering like what to do with business. your life you know i i would mm. i would tell a 17 year old jesse mm. it's not too late to start mm. so do not believe the society's mm-hmm. definition of growth mm-hmm. like start learning now mm-hmm. i should have used my holidays more i should have interned more you know mm. hands-on experience like learning yes. stuff I that should have profitable. I, yes. Mm. So um that's what I would have told a seventeen year old wow. Jesse. Wow. And just to create, honestly. Mm-hmm. Because I spent a lot of my time waiting. Mm. Just waiting. Yeah. Just waiting. So that's what I would have told. I love that so Jesse. much because yeah. for me it feels like I I'm in the same mix. I feel like I, there's so many things I could have learned. Mm-hmm. You know, I could have learned how to make a website. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and just start, like you know, because the reason why I ask this question is because I have such a passion for teenagers. Like, it's been burdening my head. Mm. I think I was telling you about yeah, yeah, this. Yeah. But I've been thinking of, and this is part of why we're now Purely Business Network, because we want to be able to embrace some people from different parts of society and help them think about the future. Oh. Because think about it, if you learn now, if you were able to brand the way you can brand now, if oh. you were able to do that before Imagine. and you were charging just a little yeah. amount, you mm-hmm. know, and you didn't have to pay rent, uh-huh. you didn't have to pay for your transport, uh-huh. you didn't have to buy food, nothing. So that money could have just been stacking. Do you see what I'm saying? And now you could have had a huge capital yes. to launch out something. Yes. So it's like, if if we had young people who did that, I yeah. feel like a lot of the post NYC um, depression depression that we spoke about just now that you made mention of, mm. low key it might have not been that way. Yeah. You know. Because I still have friends that so that didn't hit them. You yeah. Know? Yeah. They went straight into what they were already doing. Yes. You know. Mm. Um, my first job mm-hmm. after NYC, mm-hmm. I was hired by my friend, mm. like one of my closest friends. Wow. I became creative director for his Company. agency. Okay, agency. Okay. So we started doing, I was helping with branding and all those things. And as he was already, he was already doing that in uni. Mm-hmm. 
he had a very good sense of what he wanted to do mm-hmm. and who he was mm-hmm. from university. Yeah. And that's because he hated school. Oh wow. <laughs> so I think like hating school drove him deeper into his own passion. Oh, of course, yeah. And he had just he was learning, learning, learning. He had his mentor. Mm-hmm. You know. But for me I just I just it's not like I was not doing anything. Yeah. But in retrospect I mm-hmm. should have done more. Yeah. You know. Honestly, I should have spent my holidays better. Better. There's nothing wrong interning somewhere. My God. You know, just going and learning. Absolutely not. You know what? This is so strange because whilst we're doing this, I just literally got the word of the Lord for you. And the word of the Lord was saying to me that he's, 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 he's going to make you a chief branding consultant in this city and I feel like you, you should thrive on that so much because I literally just saw like, like a, a, a void like a vacuum yeah you know and literally it's like the lord was putting you in there oh. like become so shameless plug guys <laughs> this is a branding <laughs> consultant right here thank you and this is what's crazy jesse we've worked so much together we've done yes. a lot of creative stuff mm-hmm. pdj right now our mm-hmm. logo was made by his company yeah so he literally brought i said i i, I had a horse head i wanted to <laughs> still mean like a chest he was like what are you talking about <laughs> and then he was like okay leave it to me and he literally brought the whole horse head logo that mm. everyone is going crazy about that was his work mm. so like he has it mm. so it's like yeah shameless plug hit him up like i said at just jesse dan yusuf yes and and you know he can hook you up with some branding mm. but you know it's like i feel like there's a lot of investments we could have made when we're younger yeah that could have set us up for a better now yeah and given us capital do you know you see this it's so scary mm-hmm. because i studied management information technology mm-hmm. and i knew my peers in the western part of the world that were studying that was studying what i was studying talk about it they were at least 10 to 15 talk years ahead about of me it. because talk about it I, if anybody's listening they were teaching uh, probably i don't know if you know computer languages but for yeah, instance sure. when people were learning the newer languages mm-hmm. of like php and whatever yeah they were still teaching fortran my god I which wish is I knew what that ancient is. computer language <laughs> it it doesn't help anybody in, yes in the 21st century exactly you know I, well to the best of my knowledge yeah so when i see the way education as our country hasn't changed and mm-hmm, there's no mm-hmm. reform yeah i'm even scared because we're in 2020 mm-hmm. a lot of us are doing jobs that did not exist five years ago yeah do you understand of course N- when you were going to uni was there anything like social media manager bruh bruh you know this you know jobs, what's crazy bro yeah, sorry to yeah, interject yeah. what you're saying is like it's a heavy burden for me as well because i just think our pairs abroad and in different parts of the world it's like we probably have same skills same experience mm-hmm. but they they are like 10 steps ahead mm-hmm. and i was literally meditating on this yesterday because i think i saw a video on instagram of some sort of crazy mercedes car like that and i was mm-hmm. thinking the world is there's people in this world that are not in our 2020 yes like their life experiences <laughs> bro yeah their technology their their thinking yeah they are not where we are yeah and it's like 
this is why if if we're using our creativity from young and we saved capital it doesn't mean that like you have to you now have to go uh-huh. into business because uh-huh. some people are so good in a nine-to-five uh-huh. like they will crystallize a company so much that yeah. it's like without them the company can't even work True. but they are not the ceo True. so it's like there's those people but what what the advantage that would give you is that for example you could after you're still doing your nine-to-five you yeah. save some capital you can invest in some technology now that brings for example you're in nigeria you can invest some crazy technology to come to nigeria from dubai let's say and set nigeria two years ahead five years ten years ahead from where it is now yeah you know because you like you're way ahead of time in in your resources Mm -hmm. in your experiences Mm -hmm. like there's things you can afford Mm -hmm. you know agreed where i was heading with my thoughts was We are going to be parents, all yeah. of us, soon. My God. We need to teach our children. We do. we do. That's good. To be prepared for the future. You know, and some of the things are not too... They are not too much, you yeah. know. Like, I keep mentioning financial intelligence, yeah. you know. Like, as simple as that. Yeah, the value you know, of money. Financial intelligence is someone... The value of money. Yeah. I'm an IT person yeah. or a tech person. Mm-hmm. You are a lawyer. Mm-hmm. We both use money. Yes. We need money. Bro. Do you understand? Bro. They don't teach you that in law school. No, they don't. They don't teach me about money <laughs> in, you know, in technology IT. school. Yeah. Do you get? Mm-hmm. But it's something I honestly think once someone turns three, mm-hmm. start teaching them about money. And I keep Bro. And I'm saying, I, I know there's, there's so many yeah. other things, you yeah. know. Um stuff that we can teach mm-hmm. children but basically um there are skills that we need to imbibe in children to prepare them for the future because we find so many of us are falling short of like world standards yeah. because nobody taught us that this is what the world is Bro. going to look like Bro. for goodness sake why are you some schools are still teaching typewriting i seen why why when last did you see a typewriter if not in the movie god have mercy (laughs) so schools are teaching shorthand what the heck is shorthand well i don't know if they still need it in journalism but Uh, yeah i I don't know i doubt unique fields but basically anyway education has to advance that's that's just the bottom line because at the end of the day like business this is the thing I, I was saying on, on a live I was doing with a friend of mine, I was saying that if you like, keep saying you don't do politics. Politics will do you. Like, <laughs> yes. your survival <laughs> in any part of the country depends on the politics of that yeah, country. Yeah. If you go to a, a, dicto- a country that's under a dictator, yeah. bro, you, let me see you. Okay, start your online business. Let's see. Yeah. <laughs> you know, let's see. You know, go go out. Let's see how, how, how successful you can yeah. be in that. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, I believe that we, we th- there's key things that make businesses work. One of them is also policy. Yes. You know, and, you know, right now, and there's so much going on in Nigeria. Uh-huh. There's, there's NSAS, there's end police brutality, and uh-huh. what really, you know, you, you and I have been involved with, you know, the uh-huh. protests, uh-huh. you know, online campaigns and things like that. 
And as I like to say, we, we don't do it because we don't like our president, like, or we, we hate people or things like that. I'm a Christian. Like, I believe in honoring all men. You know, I don't have to like you or I don't have to support you or vote for you. But I, I won't call you a fool or a, or a bastard or things yeah. like that. You know, it's ungodly. So you know we're not happy about how our president is operating in the nation you know oh. so many gr- grievances we have and it's like businesses have suffered so much in this time yeah it's like when you think about how many people are going through it not just political climate and inability to move but they don't have money yes and from sources of wealth they've always had they've yeah. lived off of how do you feel like that's supposed to be handled like, how do you feel like people, especially business, business-minded people, how do you feel like they should handle this? How do you feel like they should approach this period of, let's call it, recovery? Um, so, I think most businesses did new, mm-hmm. um, at least from what I um, was saying. So, a lot of people cut down on excesses. Mm-hmm. You know, some people closed down products Mm -hmm. brands Mm -hmm. um locations Mm -hmm. that wasn't really serving them and everybody went into some let's call it war war mode Mm -hmm. you know and in wartime you just need the necessities Mm -hmm. you just need things that are necessary for survival Mm -hmm. so i saw a lot of people do that Mm -hmm. and um that is what without this thing Mm -hmm. what we what are the things that your business cannot do without that's good then you just um you analyze that and you do some form of audit of course you know and you travel light that's good you know um so many people got rid of their offices that's it that's so it unfortunately that meant some people um losing their jobs yeah you know and that wasn't just nigeria yeah everywhere yeah you know i don't know if you saw the letter mbmb's ceo wrote to his staff no it's one of the best wow i've seen a ceo wow if we for that to me please okay Mm. um it's one of the best ways i saw you know an entrepreneur handle this crisis wow so i'll travel light Mm. you know audit what you what 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 is too heavy for you like yeah. fam drop it mm-hmm. you know and yeah you, recovery recovery is possible That's yes recovery is possible it's 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 recovery is really where, really possible you know so many businesses over the years have gone through so yes. many yes. um changes you know changes they've gone through the, adaptability the, the losses, you yeah. know to the times um, you're changes. not different yes i'm not different like yeah whoever's listening like and you've gone through a crash in your business like mm. you can recover yeah you know as far as you're, you're alive mm. you know thank god you know I, I believe that people who give thanks to god always have positive vibes yeah. you know <laughs> you but know? there were a lot I of move. success stories mm-hmm. in that i saw that really encouraged yeah you know um some people their businesses boomed mm-hmm. yes. like yes. really really boomed this yeah. period mm-hmm. you know people were getting um, especially probably food people mm-hmm. that's where that or had already figured the logistics, logistics and yeah. delivery parts yeah um who else online mm-hmm. 
education, mm. they, you know, they went up. Yeah. Zoom. My God, <laughs> I wish I owned it. Yeah. And, um, and sometimes you just see some things that encourages you as a Nigerian as yeah, well. Yeah. You know, um, two weeks ago, we saw the Paystack, Paystack brothers. Yes. My God. Um, what's Heavy what are their names? Um, Ezra and Shola. Wow. You know, Young that, men. Was, that was really so brilliant. And um, they, they started, you know, Ventures Platform? No. Oh, okay. Abuja based. Um, um, what's it called? Accelerator. Okay. Uh, so, they <laughs> accelerated. Right. <laughs> Paystack. I don't wow. know. Wow. Am I using the right one? <laughs> but anyway, yeah. From ABJ. Yeah. ABJ. Wow. Then, um, but they were the only Nigerian. They were the first Nigerian company to go to Y Combinator. Okay. And um, Y Combinator is this US um, organization that just invests in startups okay i think i'm not sure mm. airbnb is one of y combinators mm. companies oh wow. i think so that, yeah yeah okay um but anyway mm. so you know seeing guys like you yeah yeah come back home with 200 <laughs> <Bags. M. laughs> do you understand you're like yeah. oh okay it's doable it's possible <laughs> we yeah. can do this we you can know? and the thing is i think that you know it's so important if you're building a, a business think about the need of the people mm-hmm. you know this is a tip for people listen like paystack serves a huge need mm-hmm. you know it's like allowing payments you know before paystack flutterwave all them things mm-hmm. i'm not sure we had platforms where you could easily just process payments like that uh no i'm not Kai, sure no, no. those guys really revolutionized you know it's like they met a, a nigerian and african need yes that has given them that so yeah. i think like you know as a business person you have to have a, a heart for people oh. you know as much as you want to make money you have to prioritize the customers people who who would this help who would this serve oh. just a question for you mm-hmm. what, what what's the next five years looking like for you in do you business know, do you know i was reading mm. it's so weird mm-hmm. i was reading about I think the guys that own Panasonic in Japan Mm -hmm. and they have a 700 year plan. Wow. Wow. (laughs) And I actually heard this is something Japanese businessmen do. They actually, they have 100 year plans, 300 year plans, 500. The weirdest I read about was what I I don't know why I was reading. So I just we're saw, out here asking, what's your five year plan? I'm telling you, and these guys. Have... Sorry, what's your what's your what's your one thousand year plan? Sorry. Ah, uh, <laughs> seven hundred years. Seven hundred years. The max so, we talk about is six hundred years for punishment. You know. Oh, <laughs> the, <joke. laughs> the max. So um um. I, when I was dating my wife. Wow. She would always asked me what's what's in store for Shout me. Shout out to and First Lady E. It used to annoy me. I was like, babe, I really don't know. Like, wow. see, I, I, I don't know. Yeah. Anything that happens, let it happen. Wow. But um, I understand the Define. place of vision. Mm. You know, mm. understand the place of vision. Even seeing uh, the I like way. This. I like what you. Even seeing the way answers. Mm. 
what it has sparked mm-hmm. the so-called awakening that it has mm-hmm. that's um, what it has done to the impact of that to our generation mm-hmm. i've been thinking long term mm-hmm. about what does nigeria actually is there a nigerian dream mm-hmm. we know there never was mm-hmm. but okay can we define what a nigerian dream is mm-hmm. and is it something you know the way um i think the u.s has the declaration of independence is it is that it no, there's Not a document sure. about mm-hmm. There's this document that's kind of like their own version of right. Nigeria. Yeah. I think okay. it's the Declaration of Independence. Oh, Someone okay. should help right. correct me. Yeah. But anyway, so can we have a document that we that we can refer to refer to, mm. you know, and build a nation mm. that is that that we want to see. Yeah. And that would be something that will happen over centuries. Mm. But even in business, you know, um I think people people may think it's a burden mm-hmm. but um it's i think it's burden. not it's a good burden because you have to, to think that's yes, the thing about vision it should be beyond you yeah you know it's about people's lives mm-hmm. you know you're employing tailors mm-hmm. you know and you're giving them um salaries mm-hmm. these people have families mm-hmm. and they're taking care of their families mm-hmm. and they're putting probably their kids in um school school Mm -hmm. you know so we must think beyond our oh i'm putting like you your fashion Mm -hmm. entrepreneur Mm -hmm. it's not just about putting um the The best items the the piece of cloth on Mm -hmm. someone to make the person look good like you're actually making impact in society that's right so i think all of us must we must think deeper Mm -hmm. and wider yeah and um the next five years, mm-hmm. honestly, I want to see my company Fireworks mm-hmm. be one of the biggest um, creative um, education platforms, wow. um, even on the continent. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to handle. I want to work with so many big clients. You know, mm-hmm. help with creative direction. Mm-hmm. Um, content production for them because I tell stories. Yeah. Um, I want to have book ideas. Mm-hmm. You know, I mentioned one. Yes. Now God. Now God. Mm-hmm. Another lies. What year is this coming? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I want to let, Roughly, let me give let us, me document. Give us. Give us. Give us the lies time. we tell ourselves. Yeah. Uh, but I know one of the them is now God. Okay. You know. Give us uh, a timeline. So that we can replay this podcast. Maybe three years. Three years. Okay. For now, good. Okay. That's I don't good. know. Well, I'm working on one that mm-hmm. will be out first quarter of next year. Wow. Yeah. Amazing. Um. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Um. So I think the next five years, that's what I'll see. Education. Mm-hmm. Um. Education. Content production. Mm-hmm. Uh. Building a community. Mm-hmm. Of creative entrepreneurs Mm -hmm. you know arming them Mm -hmm. collaborating that's good um yeah i love that that encapsulates so much that encapsulates so much because i feel like in in business it's like if you're if you're narrow-minded and if you focus on only what you like Mm -hmm. you you find out that you'll soon be uh, uh making less money than you want to yeah you know you you sometimes in business you have to do what you don't like yeah. <laughs> you know you have to you have to sometimes learn what you hate mm-hmm. you learn what you don't have time for mm-hmm. you know sometimes you know people be like oh i don't have time to look at my tax and things like that I just let the accountant do it but as a ceo 
that's risky because mm. you don't know what they're doing mm-hmm. and the burden of the ceo is that your head has to be almost everywhere mm. you know you have to be like in the midst of everything you don't mm. have to be doing everything yeah. but you must have some certain level of understanding and mm. um, involvement in everything that's mm. going on mm. and so i love how you know there's so many facets to what you want to do i uh, can't wait to be a part of that Thank you. Um, I want you to um, future me <laughs> okay, sure. on one of your projects. Um, but now nah, it's been awesome having you, Jesse. Thank you. Um, Congratulations you, on season two. Thank you, man. I'm so Things excited. Dope. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited. I, I hope that this is able to reach more people. Yeah. Um, I hope more people tune in and learn. Um, yeah. Some valuable stuff we dropped out here. Mm-hmm. So, guys, this is Purely Business Network. Featuring Jesse Daniel Suf, episode one. The whole bishop was here. <laughs> Jesse, any last words from you? Uh, anybody listening, just um, be encouraged, you know. Let's build, let's build the future we want to live in. Yeah. Yeah, that's all. That's good. To, to live in it, you have to build it. Yeah. And to our fellow Nigerians... Let's keep on the good war. We will win um, the good fight for good governance. Um, respect to our fundamental human rights. Yeah. And just a, a country that we all love yep. and are proud of. Yep. All right, guys. We'll speak to you soon. Stick close. Peace. Peace.